Pandora's box, a box of chocolates Would I know to stay away? What's said Pandora's box, a box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. According to the new WCBN Fall Program Guide, Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture and is usually edible. Okay, so yes, the WCBN Program Guide is out there. Look around for it. It's a beauty. It's just made, just fresh. Smells good, smells delicious. The WCBN program guide with our daily schedule listed there. Uh, a very nice uh, report on radio and magic from our own Marvin. And a welcome from WCBN's general manager. And did you know that Andy Warhol and Walt Frazier know how to enjoy WCBN? There are special advertisements with uh, WCBN grafted onto them. Or, unless they're the original ones. I wonder if they're the original ones. Look for the WCBN program guide wherever those things are shown. Look around you. Look. Is it to your left, to your right? Maybe so. In the meantime, this is the first Pandora's Lunchbox of Autumn. Happy fall. Happy autumn, everybody. It's lovely out there, isn't it? It's like 70 right now, I think. Beautiful. Meanwhile, in Britain, somebody is getting the table ready with some food and a certain uh, almanac.
little bit of partially backwards music there at the end for walking backwards through the autumn leaves. Autumn Almanac, or as you mentioned towards the end, Autumn Almanac, The Kinks, featuring the songwriting talents and singing of Ray Davies, or actually Ray Davis is his pronunciation. He says so, but what does he know? He made a comment one time on NPR. I don't know why Americans always say Ray Davies. Anyway, that's what I'm going to say as Ray Davies, because I'm an American and I'm stuck with it. But that was Autumn Almanac by the Kinks. Some thoughts of tea and toasted buttercurrant buns in there. Speaking of currents, uh, something here from Wikipedia and England. During World War II, most fruits rich in vitamin C, like oranges, became almost impossible to obtain in the United Kingdom. Since black currant berries are a rich source of the vitamin and black currant plants are suitable for growing in the UK climate, the British government encouraged their cultivation and soon the yield of the nation's crop increased significantly. From 1942 onwards, black currant syrup was distributed free of charge to children under the age of two. And this may have given rise to the lasting popularity of black currant as a flavoring in Britain. Black currant syrup distributed free of charge to children under the age of two. Do they just have pockets full of black currant syrup walking around? Do they bathe in it? I'm not. Anyway, there you go. That's a very interesting bit about England during World War II and black currants, and as we heard, uh, toasted buttercurrant buns. He also mentioned, uh, I love the way he sings about, I like my football on a Saturday. That separate voice he does. And yes, 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 there is football on a Saturday in Ann Arbor. Different kind of football against Minnesota at Michigan Stadium at 3.30 p.m. So you know how it goes. Go to the game or hunker down or evacuate. But this is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Also WCBN.org. Is this the game with the little brown terrine? I can never remember. Or the little brown saucepan? I can't. Don't remember. Here's another autumn autumnal uh, thing from England. This is Kirsty McCall. She's chilly. She should really just go outside, but that's not what she has in mind, I think. This is uh, Kirsty McCall and Autumn Girl Soup. like home I'm an autumn girl on the endless search for summer cause I need some love to cook my frozen bones You needed something to get your teeth into and in my voodoo kitchen you said I've got something to show you it's a recipe
Kirsty McCall, yeah. Autumn Girl Soup. I still think she should just go outside. It's nice. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about... Hold on, I'm going to look at the WCBN Fall Program Guide again. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture and is usually edible. Yes, look for the WCBN Program Guide around town. Look us up on WCBN.org. Find out what's going on. And what's going on is that, uh, yes, we are transitioning into fall. Food is changing. What's in season is changing. But here's a list of fruits and vegetables that are in season for October. Lots of them, actually. So it's not like uh, we're going to have to subsist on... um, What are we going to subsist on? Uh, Kanaka bread? Some Swedish bread? I don't know. Here's what's in season. Apples, beets, blackberries, broccoli, Brussels sprouts... Cabbage, cauliflower, chicory, mmm, cranberries, dates, figs, grapes, leeks, lettuce, okra, oranges, parsnips, late-season pears, peppers, pumpkins, quince, shallots, star fruit, sweet potatoes, turnips, watercress, and winter squash already. So, lots of fresh foods about that can be at. And as a matter of fact, um, a fresh discovery of mine here, a CD I found by Jewel Akins, best known for his hit The Birds and the Bees. Okay, only known for his hit The Birds and the Bees. But he has several songs about food, which is exciting to know. In fact, here, I'm so excited about this. You're gonna, this, is, this is really an, an, a momentous event. Here is Jewel Akins and The Vegetable Love Song. He was a bad potato, potato, and she was a sweet tomato, tomato. But she seemed to string along, and that was the start of the vegetable of song. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had a lot of cabbage. That's funny. So one day she packed her baggage. On a honeymoon they were gone Now let me tell you the rest Of the vegetable love song Yeah, 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 yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah He was a cool cucumber But she really had his number She took him for everything Including a ten-carat ring then one day she just said pardon, pardon And left him alone in their garden. garden 
She waved goodbye and so long And that was the end Of the vegetable love song Then one day she just said pardon, pardon And left him alone in their garden. garden She waved goodbye and so long And that was the end Of the vegetable love song Yes, that was the end Of the vegetable love song Yeah, 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 yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah That is the end of the vegetable love song But not forever You can pretty much bet you're going to be hearing that again on the show I can guarantee you The Vegetable Love Song by Jewel Akins Probably the most monumentous song I've ever played on this show in all the years I've done this show. Jewel Aiken's famous for the birds and the bees, but maybe now he'll be even more famous for that. Let's see what we can do about that. So about this word autumn. Apparently the word autumn comes from the ancient Etruscan root auto, and has within it connotations of the passing of the year. It was borrowed by the neighboring Romans who were looking for something to borrow They asked for a cup of sugar. They also borrowed the root for that word, and it was delicious when they put it in a soup. And so it became the Latin word autumnus. Speaking of the passing of the year, I would like to wish a Happy New Year to folks commemorating Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year. It's the first of the High Holy Days. The day is believed to be the anniversary of the creation of Adam and Eve. Rosh Hashanah meals usually include apples and honey to symbolize a sweet new year. Other foods with a symbolic meaning may be served, depending on local custom, like the head of a fish. To symbolize the prayer, let us be the head and not the tail. Some other symbolic foods eaten include dates, black-eyed peas, leek, spinach, and gourd, all of which are mentioned in the Talmud, and traditionally round challah bread is served to symbolize the cycle of the year. So happy Rosh Hashanah to those celebrating that today. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. This is a show about food. I am Mike still. Let me check. Yes. And it's about a quarter to seven coming up at seven. It will be Arwolf and Face the Music. Uh, The Oktoberfest is coming up in Celine, I believe. Let me double check on that. Yes. No, this is... I'm, I'm. Oops, I almost accidentally checked the WCBN Fall Program Guide again. Wouldn't want to forget about that. By the way, look for the WCBN Program Guide around town. I can't tell you enough. It's a beauty. It's brand new, and it is a beauty indeed. Now, uh, the Oktoberfest in Celine is, in fact, this weekend, the 26th and the 27th. I believe that's Saturday and Sunday. I need to double-check on that. 26th and the 27th is, in fact, Friday and Saturday. It is from 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. each of those days. Oh, it's uh, 5 to 11 p.m. on Friday, 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. on Saturday, it's at South Ann Arbor Street between Michigan Avenue and Henry Street in Saline. A little bit about the Oktoberfest here. It's an important part of Bavarian culture and has been held in Munich since 1810. That's the really big, big, big one. Crown Prince Ludwig, later to become King Ludwig I, was married to Princess Therese of Saxe Hildburghausen on October 12, 1810. 
The citizens of Munich were invited to attend the festivals, the festivities held on the fields in front of the city gates to celebrate the happy royal event. The fields were named Teresa's Meadow in honor of the crown princess. Horse races in the presence of the royal family marked the close of the event that was celebrated as a festival for the whole of Bavaria, and the decision to repeat the horse races in the subsequent year gave rise to the tradition of the Oktoberfest. I really wish I had that Beetlebomb Spike Jones queued up right now. Yes. But that is the origin of the big, big Oktoberfest in Munich. A bit smaller one, but still very lively in Celine, Friday and Saturday, tomorrow and Saturday. You can find out more at 734-316-2119. And now I think we need to do another tune from Jewel Akins because I'm so excited about the last one. Nothing beats the vegetable love song, but uh, mighty good for dessert would be a slice of pie. Enough honey for every bee No bird should be without a nest in a tree Love should be divided equally And I want a slice of the pie, yeah I've been searching for love and it just ain't fair I can't seem to find it anywhere Everyone's entitled to their share And I want a slice of the pie, yeah I want some hugging and some kissing I want the things that I've been missing And whoever started passing love around Sure forgot to put my name down There should be enough honey for every bee But love's been playing hide and seek with me Love should be divided equally And I want a slice of the pie, yeah I want a slice of the pie, too. Jewel Akins. I believe there's one other song about food on here that I have to play later. Georgie, Pur- Georgie, Georgie Porgy. That's very, very peripherally, though. And then he has Sukiyaki, My First Lonely Night. Alone with Sukiyaki. That, that sounds pretty darn lonely. But this is harvest time. People are harvesting wonderful foods. And um, this documentary gives us... Oh, we were in Britain a while ago playing music of the Kinks and playing music of Kirsty McCall. Let's go back to Britain now, shall we, to this uh, little bit of uh, documentary here. It'll be just a moment. Here we go. This is wobbly. It isn't only in Britain 
that spring this year has taken everyone by surprise. Okay, it's spring, here, never mind. in the Ticino, on the borders of Switzerland and Italy, the slopes overlooking Lake Lugano have already burst into flower, at least a fortnight earlier than usual. But what, you may ask, has the early and welcome arrival of bees and blossom to do with food? Well, it's simply that the past winter, one of the mildest in living memory, has had its effect in other ways as well. Most important of all, it's resulted in an exceptionally heavy spaghetti crop. The last two weeks of March are an anxious time for the spaghetti farmer. There's always the chance of a late frost, which, while not entirely ruining the crop, generally impairs the flavour and makes it difficult for him to obtain top prices in world markets. But now these dangers are over and the spaghetti harvest goes forward. Spaghetti cultivation here in Switzerland is not, of course, carried out on anything like the tremendous scale of the Italian industry. Many of you, I'm sure, will have seen pictures of the vast spaghetti plantations in the Po Valley. For the Swiss, however, it tends to be more of a family affair. Another reason why this may be a bumper year lies in the virtual disappearance of the spaghetti weevil the tiny creature whose depredations have caused much concern in the past. After picking, the spaghetti is laid out to dry in the warm alpine sun. Many people are often puzzled by the fact that spaghetti is produced at such uniform length, but this is the result of many years of patient endeavour by plant breeders who have succeeded in producing the perfect spaghetti. And now, the harvest is marked by a traditional meal. Toasts to the new crop are drunk in these pocalinos. And then the waiters enter, bearing the ceremonial dish. And it is, of course, spaghetti. Picked earlier in the day, dried in the sun, and so brought fresh from garden to table at the very peak of condition. For those who love this dish, there's nothing like real homegrown spaghetti. Did I mention anything we air on WCBN is automatically authentic? That's how you know. Spaghetti Harvest. Thank you, BBC. Everything the BBC does is true, too. So it's all about the truth, man. Thank you to Arwolf, who has just helped me find what I was mentioning a little bit earlier. We were talking about the origins of Oktoberfest in Munich and the horse races, the decision to repeat the horse races or the hurt races. The Hort races in the subsequent year gave rise to the tradition of the Oktoberfest, and I was wishing I could find a very nice song with some racing involved, and I believe we have that right here. Thank you to our wolf. This is Spike Jones. A little bit of a gargling there, too, to cleanse the palate. So join us in that, and uh, here we go.
beautiful day for the race. Stooge hand is the favorite today. Assault is in there. Dog biscuit is three to one. Safety pin has been scratched. <laughs> and at 20 to one, fetal bomb. Now the horses are approaching the starting gate and uh, there they go! hand going to the front. Cabbage is second on the rail. Beautiful Linda is third by a length and a fetal bomb. Around the first turn, Stooge hand is still in front. Cabbage is second by a head. Cabbage by a head! Beautiful Linda is third and a fetal bomb. Into the back stretch, Dog Biscuit is now leading the pack. Lady Evelyn is second, very close. Banana is coming up through the bunch. Banana coming up through the and Beetlebomb. At the half, Stooge Hand still out in front. Apartment house is second with plenty of room. Assault is passing battery. Assault battery! Notary Sojak is fourth. And in last place by ten lengths, I believe it is. Yes, it is Beetlebomb. Around the turn, heading for home. It's Stooge Hand and Dog Biscuit and Girdle in the stretch. Flying Sylvester is third. And mother-in-law nagging in the rear. And now they come down to the wire, and it's number one, and now number two, and it's very close, it'll either be a photo finish or an oil painting, and now Lewis leads with a left, and Lewis is in there slugging, and it's a battle, and now they're tearing hair, there's hair all over the ring, there's hair all over the place, I don't know whose hair it is, it's mine, and there goes the winner! more like it. It's been Pandora's Lunchbox on WCB, and I've been Mike for a while. And uh, says here in Wikipedia, over the past 200 years, the big Oktoberfest in Munich was canceled 24 times due to cholera epidemics and war. I believe Celine is free of any cholera epidemics, and the city is at peace, so presumably the Oktoberfest will go on in Celine this Friday and Saturday. Thank you for listening. Don't ever stop doing that. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, WCBN.org. This is the Comedian Harmonists, and let's have another beer. Kinder, kommt und seid gemütlich, jetzt ist es gerade so nett. Kinder, kommt und seid doch friedlich, tanken könnt ihr euch im Bett. Ich hab noch das Geld für die Miete bei mir, der Hauswirt kann warten, Herr Ober, ein Bier. Erst trinken wir noch ein, erst trinken wir noch ein, und dann gehen wir noch nicht nach Hause. Erst trinken wir noch ein, erst trinken wir noch ein, und dann machen wir eine Pause. Und in der Pause vergessen wir ne Wurst, denn nach so ne Wurst kriegt man immer wieder durch. Hm. Dann trinken wir noch ein, dann trinken wir noch ein, und dann gehen wir noch nicht nach Hause. Bier her, Bier her, oder ich fall um. Kinder, ach, wie schön war's früher, da hat man doch noch gelebt. Heute kommt der Gericht 
voll Tier, der blaue Vögelchen klebt. Doch fleckt er auch weg unser Prachtgrammophon. Das Lied, wo es ankommt, das kennen wir ja schon. Jetzt trinken wir noch eins, jetzt trinken wir noch eins, und dann gehen wir noch nicht nach Hause. Jetzt trinken wir noch eins, jetzt trinken wir noch eins, und dann machen wir eine Pause. Und in der Pause, da ist mir ne Wurst, denn nach so einer Wurst kriegt man immer wieder durch. Hm. Dann trinken wir noch eins, dann trinken wir noch eins, und dann gehen wir noch nicht nach Hause. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Mike. It's just after 7. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Time for Face the Music. We'd like to open with a player piano roll.